Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14. But one of the things we want to establish this morning is the fact that we cannot know tomorrow. My job is not to just be a pharmacist if I'm a pharmacist. My job is not just to be a lawyer if I'm a lawyer. My job is to create a space for a generation. And that's not a space in law because we already generations already have that. That's not a space in law. That's not a space in, in, in pharmaceutical science or in pharmacy. That's not the space that God is looking for you to create. There is a greater space that you may not be able to see yet, but God is designing or God has created you for. That's not a space in civil service that God is looking for. God is looking for you to take over. God is looking for you to take over and what he wants to do is show you the picture. He wants to show you the, 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 the blueprint of what it means to take over in a certain field, what it means to take over in a certain industry. He wants to show you the blueprint. And this is why he, first of all, calls you into a family. I hope you're ready to go review certain things. So I'm now, I'm now, now beginning to understand or trying to sensitize us to the fact that if I'm in a season of prayer, it is not because... I'm jobless. It is because that is the assignment that God gave me as alongside the job I'm in. Listen to me carefully. So the assignment God gave me at that in that season was to pray. And when I began to pray, so I'm going to use my life as an example. So from, let me tell you, from maybe about 20 to about 21 to about 26, five years, I know one of the things that were heavily my assignment and I felt the urge for was just prayer and hours of study. Prayer and hours of study. Prayer and hours of study. And one of the things that motivated me at the time, and I must be honest with you, is the stories that PT would share. PT would share stories of, of, um, of his hours of study and his hours of prayer at the time. So one of the things I used to do, and, and I still do, not as much as I used to, I'm just being honest, because... But I still do is I pray. And I and I spent hours in study. Actually, you could for, for me it doesn't feel as much as I used to, but someone would say that I study and I pray quite a lot. But it doesn't feel as much as I used to, maybe because I feel like it's become a part of my noble life. So when when we study and when we pray, I know that for a season I was assigned there. And then out of that season, Azuriel was birthed. Listen to me carefully. Out of that season, Azuriel was birthed. A method of, of results and, 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 and supernatural finances were birthed. Let me tell you, because it is not normal. It is not normal for a company to have been running for about six to months to one year and be earning what Azuriel was earning. But I began to understand purpose and assignment. I'm beginning to decode the reasons as to why God raised you. The reasons and Again, let me calm down and let me just start. So, I've titled this periscope, A Given Revolution. Or, A Revolution Has Started. But you know, many times in the, when a revolution starts, what God needs to establish is the functions of people within the family. So, I began to then listen to this. From that prayer place and from the revelation of Zuriel. Remember this, Zuriel is not a business, it's a revelation. You know what happens is that many people will start companies, but they won't be companies, they will be revelations. So what would why would the lion oh my days, I love this actually. The lion now 
the lion will be called lion because the name of, of that animal will be revealed to Adam. So the animal walking around was nameless until Adam, until it was revealed to Adam the function of this, of this lion. The functionality is that the lion will roar and Adam will name that lion. So Zuria will be will be walking around and have no function until a PSAM can it will until it's a reveal to a PSAM the function of that business. So there are things, oh my God, look at this. There are things, right, that you're trying to engineer. And God says, no, you're not supposed to engineer it. It is supposed to be revealed to you. So you're trying to redefine, look at this, you're trying to re redefine the law industry. You want to become a, a lawyer. I, this is why I love prayer so much, you know. I love prayer, not because it actually, not because it, it, it um, not because it does anything. It's not because God comes to, comes down and shows us this or that. No, it's because what it does is that it sensitizes you to understand it sensitizes you to understand. I'm going to read you two scriptures this morning. Patrick, you will help me read the scriptures this morning. Ephesians chapter 1, first of all. I hope you're good with your Bible. Ephesians chapter 1. It helps you to, it helps you to understand. And I'm going to give it in a moment as well. So it is not that, it is not that you're going to do a business. And you'll be working on that business. You'll be working on it. And there's nothing wrong with working on business. Nothing wrong with working on business. But there is something, an assignment, an agenda that you have in the family that through that position, when you enter into the king's service, through that position, guess what happens? Something is revealed to you. So if a man, oh my days, if a man is broke today, it is because he lacks revelation. Ephesians 1, you're looking for verse um, 14 or 15 it is not because it is not because it doesn't have it is because it hasn't been revealed to him what to name certain things so this guy wants to sit down and says i don't have money no you do it's just that you have it hasn't been revealed to you how you have it so what you should be looking for is revelation so that's why when a man or your, your leader comes to you, your, your head of family or your Pastor Lucy's, your Pastor Dami's, your Pastor Toby's, your, they will come and tell you to listen to SoundCloud because inside of the SoundCloud is, is what will be revealed to you. You will sit on a word, on a word, until that word enlightens you. But let's see what the Apostle Paul says this morning. Go for it. Verse 15, Ephesians 1 verse 15. For this reason, uh -huh. ever since I heard about your faith, Look at every time Paul wants to speak, he begins to talk about for this reason. There's always a cause. I don't open my mouth unless there's a cause to it. Unless there's a reason why I need to open my mouth, I'm not going to open it. So you know what happens when a young man or a young woman begins to, begins to get distracted and they lose focus. Do you know what I would do? I'm telling you, this is, how I, this is what I do. I don't turn them into a job. No, that's not the way to... They may go into a job eventually. That's not the way to get them back. I immerse them in word. I immerse them in word because if the cause, it would then remind them of the reasons as to why we do certain things in the first place. 
So I don't need to talk about their bad behavior or their wrong behavior or their good behavior even. I don't even care about that. I immerse them in the word of God because when you immerse them in the word, it brings up cause. It brings up revelation. So I know that that person's life, the, the things that they began to experience, the blessing, the people that began to join them in their life, the blessing that they began to be consumed by, the blessing that they began to experience, the reason why they experienced it was revelation. They got a revelation on prayer, the, the function of prayer in their own life. And for some people, the function of prayer is God should come down and do a miracle. I said this already earlier on the scopes. For me, God shouldn't come down and do a miracle. I am the miracle that God has already done. So therefore, God doesn't need to come down and do a miracle in my life. No, I've already, I understand the role and assignment of prayer in my life because it was revealed to me. The revelation of prayer was revealed to me. He said, for this reason, I, I, when I heard of your faith, for this cause, yeah, what does he say there? For this reason, mm. ever since I heard about your faith yep. in the Lord Jesus mm -hmm. and your love mm. to all God's people. Oh my days, I'm feeling the scripture this morning. So he says, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for God's people. One thing that I cannot deny about the nation family is that the nation family is full of faith and it has love for God's people. That's why you give. You give because you have a love for God's people. If you didn't have a love for God's man and, and God's people, you would not give. I see the way you give to one another. I see the way you give to this mission. It is, it is, it is definitely out of love. But he says, because I've heard of this, there's something that I need to begin to pray because a revolution is going to start on a revelation. It won't start. It won't start because there's a determination. It will start because there is a revelation in your heart. And if I come up on Periscope and I begin to preach, it's because there's a revelation. I'm not going to preach without something being revealed to me. So what do I pray for when I begin to pray? I'm going to show you the prayer right now. And it is the same thing that I'm going to ask you to pray for. You know, one of the things that you, you do now is that you turn your giving into a prayer. When you begin to come with your seed, and I think I've campaigned on this over and over and over again. When you come with your seed, don't just come and give your seed and throw it down. No, don't just take your salary and, and give what you feel begin to ask god to reveal for you to you through this seed what is the next season for me because there's an assignment an agenda and the assignments are not big they're not big they're very little assignments it could just be to serve in this department or and, and it's not a department serve in this family this is the family you're called to this is the next level of service but go for it. So he says, once I heard of your faith and your love for God's people, yes. I have not stopped giving thanks to you, mm -hmm. remembering you in my prayers. Remembering you in my prayers, yes. That what? I keep asking that the God of mm. our Lord Jesus Christ, mm. the glorious Father, yeah. may give you the spirit of wisdom and mm. revelation. Yeah. Read that again. So he said, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may do what? May give you the spirit, yeah. wisdom, and revelation. The two things we asked for, the first thing he said is that the, the, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, glorious Father, should give you the spirit of wisdom. I love that. Because after love, after you've been established in love, to be rooted and established in love, after love is wisdom. 
Wisdom is what need is needed in order to function in families. So in order for me to function well as Pastor Sam, one of the things I needed to pray was for those five years from 21 to 26, I've got to be praying these Ephesians prayer and I'm not taking us into a prayer season. What I'm actually just saying to you is that it was more than prayer. It was more than prayer. It was a spirit that began to, and, 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 and I began to immerse myself in a spirit of wisdom. This spirit of wisdom begins to separate you and distinguish you from people next to you, even inside of the same family. There is a reason, you know, I was thinking about something. There is a reason why people will be honored. It's because number one, number one thing is because of leadership. But number two thing is wisdom. Wisdom will make people stand out. And wisdom will also tell you how to dictate timings, but that's not for today. So he says to give you the spirit of wisdom, and number one, they're the same spirit, the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Because the spirit of revelation is a continuous spirit. Every morning, since day to day, he utters speech. Night unto night, he reveals knowledge. So therefore, there's a knowledge that is revealed every night. There's a knowledge that God wants to give up. There's a knowledge that will stop you from feeling like you're in the same place. There's a knowledge, but it comes by revelation. So many times when people sit down with me, they say, Sir, I just don't know what to do next. So I just don't know where to go now. I just don't know this. And I said, listen, you don't need to go anywhere. You need to stay in the same position, hearing the same word until there's a light that shines in your heart and reveals something to you. You know, there's a time that you can be listening to the word, right? And then a new passion grows. A new passion grows for giving or a new passion grows for the, for the work, for the family. A new passion grows and you now want to start giving more. You now want to start doing this. Let me tell you what just happened. A revelation happened. The spirit of revelation gripped you and when we begin to when we begin to pray, when we pray, one of the things we pray is that the spirit of revelation will begin to grip us because when the spirit of revelation grips us, what then happens is that people will also see the revelation that you see because it is a spirit that imbibes you. So anybody that comes near you or follows you would then be, be able to also be engulfed and immersed in that same spirit. The revelation of giving. I love scriptures. Remember, I've said this, a revolution cannot start until a revelation happens. The, the revelation of giving is based, is what will cause the revolution of giving. It is when you get a revelation on what my seed really is. It's when you get a revelation that when I cannot see in the dark, my seed sees in the dark. When you get that revelation, you will understand that there are things that you've put in the ground that has already gone before you. That your life does not need to be organized. What am I going to be in two years time? No, 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 no. I don't need to. I, what I will be in two years time will be revealed. So because as things are revealed to me, I become a revelation to the world. Do you understand that? So in, in 20, when I was 21 years old, I didn't need, I didn't need a house. I didn't need a car. I didn't need, um, what else again? Um, what else do people go around needing? I didn't need a boy, a girlfriend. Hopefully not. I hopefully I hope I don't need a boyfriend. Um, <laughs> you know, some people can need boyfriends, but I I don't think I, I I do that. So so I didn't need a boyfriend. I didn't need a girlfriend. What did I need? What did I need? I needed a revelation, so that when I start to when I start to run a company. When I start to run a company, shut up, Connor. When I start to run a company, right? 
But when I start to lead a fellowship, when I start to lead a fellowship, then I will become a revelation to those who are watching me. So a revolution cannot start. There was a revolution called Connect that started. There was a revolution called Power Base. There was a revolution called Elite. There was a re revolution called COD that started and is still continuous. But what? how does it continue when the person that leads it is in continuous revelation? So God, Paul begins to pray for the church, the family, right? That this family will not be a family that, that, that actually parks around previous results, but actually parks around revelation. That they will use revelation to drive into the future that God has prepared for them. Remember that I do not forge my way into my next two years. It is revealed to me. How do I know this? God begins to speak to, oh my days, scriptures are just flowing at me today. God begins to speak to the family in Corinthia. And he begins to tell the family in Corinthia, um, Paul the apostle says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. The, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. So already I know that there is a prepared life. You know what we call the prepared life? Destiny. There is already a destiny that God has marked and planned out for me. But guess what he needs you to do? He needs you to understand. He needs it to be revealed to you. So he goes on and he says, look now. He says, he prays, he prays this prayer for them. He says that the, the, the spirit that you may be, you may receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Why? So that you may know him better. So that you may know who has assigned you better. Without revelation, you will not know the person that is sending you on the assignment. Without revelation, and I think I said this two days ago or a few days ago, nothing that happens to you happens against you. Everything that happens to you, I don't even care if it was life-threatening, everything that happens to you happens for you. So that God can begin to, in the midst of your darkest times, the greatest light shines. Revelation. Let me say that one more time. In the midst of the darkest times, your greatest light shines. So it wasn't until the nation called Israel could not rise until there was the gross darkness that covered the people. Look, arise, shine, for your light has come. Gross darkness, dark, see, behold, darkness covers the people. Gross darkness covers the earth. Why did the light come? Because darkness was around. So there's no need for light unless there is darkness. Why did I put that in? Just to help somebody. The greatest darkness. Sometimes there can be a greatest, there can be the greatest and trying times. The fire can really be in there. Now I'm preaching about fire. The fire can really be intense. You're wondering, God, why this? Why that? Looking around your life. Look at this. Look at that. You're looking at all those things and you're thinking, why is this so intense around me? But God says today that what really is the case is the greatest lights come in the greatest darkness. So he says that you may be given the spirit of wisdom and revelation that you may know him better, the one who called you to this family, the one who assigned you, the one who gave you a heart for giving. You may know him better. You may know what he's up to. You can't know what someone is up to if you don't know them. So if, if a Pastor Patrick or a Minister Terry wants to know what I'm up to, guess what they're going to have to do? They're going to have to know me better. They're going to have to sit down and quiz me a bit more, ask me questions. But the reason why they can do that is because they have access. So what gives us access is actually, imagine revelation gives us access. No. So it gives us access to know him better.
when 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 i know him and what i am and who i am and how i am is revealed more when i know him better when i know him better so now listen to this listen to this so he says read that one more time so the spirit of wisdom and revelation let's read from there Go for I it. keep asking mm -hmm. that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, uh -huh. the glorious Father, yeah. may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so yeah. that you may know him better. Uh-huh. Then read on. I pray. I pray. Yeah. That the eyes of your heart mm -hmm. may be enlightened. Okay. In order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. Listen to the sequence there. He begins to start with spirit and revelation. I've already told you that if in order for a revolution to start, a revelation must happen. So the next 10 days for me, and for me, the next 10 days is the biggest mobilization. You know, yeah, there are, let me tell you something. Let me just put this here. I was doing something the other day and I was looking at hardened givers in the nation. Hardened. But do you know what happens? Sometimes people remove themselves from hardened giving because they were offended. Something took away their revelation. Something took away what revealed Christ to them. That's why, you know why I discovered why God says don't get offended. It is not because you will go to hell. No, 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 no. It will take away a revelation that you carried. It will take a revelation that was starting a revolution in your life. And that's why sometimes, you know when revolutions start, it's at the expense of family. It's at the expense of everything and everyone around you. It, it, it costs you and it pays and it, it pains you. It causes you pain sometimes because you have to make certain sacrifices. But that revolution was started on a revelation. I remember and, I, and it's still the same case today. I remember when I first heard the word. A revolution started in my life because God revealed something to me. I didn't even know what it was. I just know that I was enlightened. So God says again that... If you're going to progress in life, there must be a continuous revelation that you receive. There must be a revealing. God must reveal to you the industry called law. He must reveal it. You must not try to take it on. It must be a revealed thing. God must reveal to you the Medicare world. It must be a revelation. And, and what happens most times is that the revelation called, called, called um, indus on, in industries is usually hiding inside of the seed. So when the seed grows into a tree, the revelation, what is the revelation on a tree? It's fruit. So let me tell you, the fruit of that industry is hiding inside of the seed that you sow. So that's why I said that a revolution will not start, a revolution in the industry that you're trying to go on will not start without a revelation, but it takes seed. And let me tell you another thing. Let me just keep it. Let me keep on that thought trail before I lose it. So people get offended. People get offended and, and one of the things that happen to people is when they get offended or when they're disgruntled about certain things, what then usually happens is that it is not the fact that they, they're disgruntled at a certain person or the disgruntled at leadership that is usually affecting them. No, what that happens is because they choose to be disgruntled, it removes the revelation that they carried in the first place. The revelation on giving that they carry they, gets removed because they're offended now and they can't see past their nose. So what happens to them is the offense comes, then they begin to have all manner of reasons why they can't do certain things. But that wasn't the revelation that started your life. And if it's not the revelation that started your life, then guess what happens is the, the things you're now doing must sustain you. You can't mix two revelations. 
You can't have revelation of parents. When the parents bring you their own revelation, they can bring you their revelation about church. Oh, I've done this church thing before and it never did it. And look what happened to me, this, that, and the other. That's your revelation. My God is not showing me what happened to you. God is showing me a new revelation. So I'm not just going to sit here and deny the revelation that God gave me about giving. I'm not going to do it. Even for the sake of leadership, I'm not going to do it. Leadership can tell me to come and manage my life all it likes, but God did not give that revelation to you. He gave it to me. God gave it to me. He didn't give it to you. So my head of family or my leader can come to me and tell me, oh, this, that, and the other. And I'm not, I, I know head of family, they're not really into that whole management of life thing. But if you're hardened soldier and God has given you a revelation, then there's no way that, that I'm going to listen to anybody that would take me away from that revelation. Nobody can, uh, can offend me because there's a revelation that I'm actually holding. And I'm guarding the revelation. Do you know? Do you, do you know? One of the most joyous things that I actually love in the morning is when I receive a word. When I receive a word, you know why I love it? Because you know what I try to do? It's like I create a, a protection around it. Like I want to keep it in my heart. I'm guarding this revelation because God gave it to me. And, and you know what happens to people? People allow people to take that revelation. When, when people come to offend or get people angry and all of a sudden they've dropped the revelation and they've picked up anger. But if we're going to have the next 10 days as the greatest mobilization that the, that the nation has seen to date, right? If we're going to have it as the next, the next 10 days as that, guess what you're going to have to do? You're going to, number one, you're going to have to revolutionize your giving through revelation. It's periscopes like this. It's going back to Thursday service. It's going back to Thursday service and sitting on Thursday service and, 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 and sitting with the word. It's going back and get creating a new catalog of the word for this season and beginning to go over it until something is enlightened in your heart. Oh my days, I don't know if you have time for me this morning. I've got scriptures, you know, I'm, I've actually got scriptures this morning it's, and it's already one hour in. It's already one hour in. Let's finish this scripture. I pray that the eyes of your heart mm. may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. He said, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know. So what takes people out of revelation? I mean, what takes people out of destiny? They don't know. So guess what the person does? Then they begin to try and set a three-year plan. They begin to set a this, a that. And I'm saying to the person, why do you need to set a three-year plan? Why did you need to set a free day plan? He says, he says, they may know the hope as we, in which they were called to. So the eyes of my heart being enlightened, that the eyes of my understanding, that's what the next, another translation would say, that the eyes of my understanding being enlightened is so that I may know the hope in which I have been called to. So even in seasons, when it looks like nothing is really happening in my life, or it looks like I'm not really involved in things, or this, that, and the other, no, 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 no. There's already a word for that season. It's called the eyes of my heart being enlightened. So in the seasons in which it looks like I'm not too active, guess what I'm doing? I'm waiting for the revelation to be revealed. So when so when there's not much finances around, oh my God, my liata. Oh my days. When there's not much finances around and things are looking as if they're stagnant or they're, or, they're, or, they're, or they're not going according to the progression that I wanted them to go to, guess what I do? I wait on the revelation. 
People already take themselves out of destiny by moving into some other funny things because they hear strange voices. Why haven't you got this by now? Why are you not doing this by now? Why are you not doing that? this? No, 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 no. I wait on what God will reveal to me through the word. So, and I've got one more scripture that I'm going to do for you, but let me just finish with this. So he said that the eyes of my heart may be enlightened so that I may know. This knowing will help me to know how to sit because it was not me that called myself to the hope that I now desire. I hope to take over the law industry. That's not my hope. That's God's. I hope to take over the Medicare world. That's not my hope. That's God's. God placed it in my heart. I was called to that hope. Who am I? Who am I that I'm going to sit down in a, in a place, right? I'm going to sit down in a place and I'm going to and, and I'm going to tell myself I want to take over the nation. Who am I to then sit down in the nation family and crusade about giving? This, that and the other. It's not my hope. It's God's hope. But I was called to that hope. The reason why God called me, there was a reason for it. There was a hope. There was a future. There was a destiny attached to it. And guess what? He revealed it to me. But the job of everybody around me is usually to pull me out of the assignment that God called me to. The hope that he called me to. So guess what? I have to be strong in what I know. So why do we come up on Periscope in the morning? Why do people sit down to listen in the morning? So that they may be strong in what they know. People can be swayed by many different things. They're not strong in what they know. They're not strong. They're not strong in, in, in what they know because revelation is dwindling. Revelation is going down. So they no longer, so now they've allowed people to water down their revelation. They allowed people, they, they allowed circumstances, they allowed depth to water down the revelation that they carry. They allowed so many things um, uh, surrounding them to take away what God revealed to them in the first place. And I'm saying to you today that if you're going to continue the revelation, you know, if you don't want to end up in the revel in the in the in the in the normal normality called average. You're going to have to continue the, the revelation because that's the only way you continue the revolution. You started the revolution for your family. You started a revolution for your family. Out of your family was about to come a nation of givers. But, and you were the first person. You were the first person that started that revolution. But you guess what happened? The revelation died down. And then you got into friendships. You got into friendship circles. And now you do things based on the friendship circle that you're in. And no longer based on revelation. And guess what? That costs you. That costs you the revolution. So in a couple of years time, let me tell you one thing I understand. And this is the, if I tell you the thing that scares me the most if you wake me up and say peace and what scares you the most is the fact that God can raise others if you wake me up if if what keeps me in my someone says oh you're the senior pastor but you don't you don't weigh weigh around your you don't weigh any authority around you don't command people to do anything let me tell you why I know God can raise others I'm not listen the only thing I'm focused on is what God give, gave me to do because that's inside of that exists my hope and there are many people called alongside me and called alongside this vision with PT, right? Because as I'm called alongside PT, people are called alongside me. There are many people that are called alongside me and people think they're struggling for no reason. Let me tell you, and this is not bigging myself up. Please, you, you, I think you know me long enough to understand my heart. Let me tell you why. You've taken your eye off the things that you should have it on. I was explaining that to one of the young boys yesterday. I said, listen, 
You remember you when you used to pray, right? You used to you used to go and get the word. You used to this, you used to that. Go and find that person. You know why? Because you see, without that person, yeah, you'll be dumb. You'll make dumb decisions. You'll look at people and you'll think this person, um, you'll you'll think this person has has been. Let me leave that because that's gonna that's gonna make too many. That's gonna. Um, raise too many eyebrows and I'll start getting messages oh P I've been thinking about this for so long I just long it's long let's finish actually let's go to second Peter chapter one I think second Peter chapter one I'll end with this scripture remember what I said when things around you seem like it's just it's been the same way for a long time and you're thinking, what's going on? What's this? What's that? And I think I told one of your sisters this. We had a conversation three months ago now. Um, the first thing I told her, listen to this. Listen to what I said to her. I, I, she, was, she was doing so many things for the Connect family. I told her, resign yourself from all of that. Sit down for three months and listen to the word. What am I trying to get her to do? I'm trying to get her to start a revolution in her life. It starts with revelation. That's what I was trying to do. So now, if she comes to me and tells me, oh, my business is doing this, my business is doing that, your business isn't doing anything. Something was revealed to you. You just don't know because it's an enlightenment. It becomes a part of you. It becomes a part of you. So now you can sit down and you can just listen to your leader and just do what your leader tells you to do because you have a revelation. You got There was something that was revealed to you in the word. And let me tell you, your business or your things will begin to grow based, will continue to grow based on the continuous revelation. What happens to people sometimes is when they come out of the sitting period, what usually happens is then they go and pick up many activities again. They no longer have time for revelation and then they become this average person but they will still be a part of the nation family and the nation family will love them and they will still sell their 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 um their 500 pounds or this and the other i'm not dogging anybody's seed we love the seed but let me tell you if a revolution in your finances is going to happen is because of a revelation let's read the second peter chapter 1 verse 17 or so go for it you received honor mm. and glory try 16 let me hear for we did not follow cleverly devised stories. Listen to this. We did not follow cleverly devised stories. What is in our community these days are cleverly devised stories. Oh, even, even amongst people, people love stories, you know. You see, if I follow something, I follow it wholeheartedly. I'm sorry, whatever that means to people, that's finances and all. I'm not going to follow half-heartedly. I'm not going to say I'm following something, I've left all of this and then I'm not going to... That's finances and all. I, I'm not going to try and follow half-heartedly. That's not my style. Someone so, so one of the things bundles are these guys. If I have 30k, you know, you already know, 20 is gone. So let's just begin to know how we're doing the, the, the 10. <laughs> you understand? That's how it's going to work. And we have a mandate this month. But again, let me just stick with the word. You guys will get the revelation from the word. I'm not going to... Listen, uh, it is enough for me, let me tell you something, to be mobilized by the word. It is enough for me to be mobilized by prayer. It is enough for me to be mobilized by my own giving. It's enough. I'm not going to sit here and mobilize people that should be mobilized by the word. 
or mobilized by their own prayer life. They should be mobilized. So nobody should come and tell me that, oh, it's the end of the month. It's time to give. I'm already mobilized. I'm already mobilized with seed. And that's just the truth of the matter. So what did he say? He said, so we did not follow cleverly devised stories here. When we told you Mm -hmm. about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power. Uh Uh-huh. But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. We were eyewitnesses of his majesty. We were eyewitnesses of how a connect family, oh my days, I love this. We were eyewitnesses of how a connect family went from giving 25 pounds a week. Pastor Annabelle will remember. And Pastor Shadjo will remember. And Pastor Ebo will remember. From a connect family giving a 25 pounds a week to a connect family doing whatever it does this month, you leave it to your imagination. We were eyewitnesses. We saw the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power that he can raise a generation that will understand that we are a family unit. We saw the revolution. How can a group of young people, I think I would have been about 23 at the time when Connect Family started. I would have been 23 when Elite started. How can a group of young people go from 25 pounds scrambling, looking for 25 pounds to give and seed in a week to then raising a group of a generation of individuals that will give thousands of pounds to a work to a family that would then begin to confront and interface with many different industries and be the highest givers back to their community than anybody else people who were looking for 25 pounds at that time there were people who came in there were people who left there were people who came again there were people who looked like the work was going to be continued with there were people that came in but let me tell you something a revolution started because there was somebody who received a revelation and there were and the only way that those people who would give their whole heart and follow wholeheartedly will continue is because they, they that revelation was also revealed to them through that person when pt's revelation came i received that revelation and i went to go and share it with others but let me finish this so he said we were eyewitnesses of the he said we were witnesses of the coming of our lord jesus christ in power we've seen the power of our lord jesus christ you, you were witnesses in your own life when you used to give a hundred pounds as seed but now you probably give whatever you give and you were witnesses of the coming of our lord jesus christ in power nutribox was a witness of the coming of our lord jesus christ in power when he revealed to him what to do next and how now that same Nutribox in the time of COVID sustained him more than his football career sustained him. It is a revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ coming in power. But he says, you see that revelation, right? It's got to continue because now if you want things to grow more, the revolution that you want to start is based on a revelation. But let's see this scripture. Go on. He said, let's he, see what he says. He received honor yeah. and glory from God, yeah. the Father, yeah. when the voice came to him from the majestic glory. When the voice came to him from the majestic glory, saying, This is my son, uh-huh. whom I love. Mm-hmm. With him I am well pleased. Yeah. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven. Okay. When we were with him. Look at the revelation that was revealed to Christ. This Christ, what this Christ, the reason why God revealed that revelation is so that the disciples and the apostles for the time will receive that message also. Based on that revelation, those apostles would wage war. I love it. You would increase in your giving 
based on the revelation that you wage war with, it, Paul, Peter began to say, we ourselves received that message, we heard it. So it wasn't just Christ's revelation, it was theirs as well. So if I'm going to give as passionately as I'm giving today, is it because I have received a revelation that, that my leaders have received? So I'll be as passionate, if not more passionate than them, to give because I've received this certain revelation. He said, we have, ourselves have received that message, yes. We ourselves mm-hmm. have heard this voice yeah. that came from heaven uh-huh. when we were with him on the sacred mountain. I love it. Go for it. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable. We have that prophetic message as something completely reliable. That is what we rely on. Imagine, oh my God. Imagine somebody asks you, what are you, why do you think? Oh my God. Someone asks me, why do I think my future is going to be okay? Why do I think that we're going to take over the nation? I heard it in a message. Oh, my day. So do you know what a man should actually surround himself with is messages. He said, we ourselves heard this message and we used the prophetic message as something completely reliable. That means in my darkest times, when things are not working for me the way they should be working with me, all I am left with is the message that I rely on. Oh, my days. You don't understand why I just felt the thing is at the end of the month when i don't know where my seed is coming from but god has given me an assignment what i rely on is the message oh my days i love it i love it so much you know sometimes you don't know you don't know if business is going to go according to plan you don't know if what you planned or trajectory for the end of the month is going to come in but all you have is really all you have is the message so i don't have the behavior of other people i don't allow people to offend me because all i have to rely on is the message and the minute i allow offense to came come in it cre- it creates another message the minute i allow the thoughts of my debts to come in it creates another message in my mind but what my mind ha- and my heart has to be is a carefree place that can harbor the message that god has revealed to pt god has revealed to a piece Sam, and i'm able to carry it so now you will realize those who prosper those who thrive in this is the ones that can absorb and carry and harbor the message so peter began to say we took we ourselves took this prophetic message as something completely reliable if you never heard the word on thursday and you never took it as something completely reliable what you're just doing is you're playing games you'll say oh i don't know what's happening i don't have a job i don't have this my career is not going too well this is not going this this, this, this." slow down get into the message what's the message for this generation use it as something completely reliable he says we used it as something completely reliable yes and you will do well to pay attention to it (sighs) my god i've got to round this up now what's the time go on as to a light shining in a dark place Mm. until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart he says he says you would do well oh my days listen to that word just that word alone you will do well to pay attention to it you would read it again we also have the prophetic message yes as something completely reliable we have it 
It's not something that we heard. We have it. We possess that message. We became embodiments of the message. You can't look at a peace Sam and say this is not an embodiment of PT's message. You can't look at a Pastor Bookie. You can't look at a Pastor Diary. You can't look at a Pastor Oni and many more and say this is not an embodiment of PT's message. You are trying to be a, an embodiment of a career instead of being an embodiment of a message. Because messages outlive careers and industries and that's why God wanted to take you to that industry with a message so that you become eternal. Not that you're trying to, trying to create a business and live according to the business. I live according to the message. The business is just a byproduct of the message that God has sent me with to every generation. The, the message is so that's why people will become employees. So somebody will start a law firm but that law firm will be created with a message and then the, everybody else will become employed by that message simple so he said we have this message we possess it so even in our dark times and and i keep having to go past this even in the times when we nearly lost our lives what we actually had was the message that's all we possessed why did we stay alive why were we not infected when others were infected why can cancer not kill us why can this and that not affect us why can poverty not ruin us why can we why will we always come back up even when we go low because we have the message and that's what we possess. So when somebody says, what's your employment? I say, listen, I'm, I'm employed to guard a message. I can go into whatever industry and career I like. I can do all the things I need to do. I can become an engineer. But let me be an engineer with a message. Because if I'm an engineer with a message, I'm not just going to be somebody who, is, who, who comes and goes. I'm somebody who will be eternal. So, so now let me round this up. And he says, so we have that message as something completely reliable. Read on. And you will do well. To mm. pay attention and to you it. would do well to pay attention to it so that as to a light shining in a dark place so what gets you out of darkness the message it says you would do well to pay pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place what is shining in the generation that we're currently in amongst all the the the, the suffering that's going on all the revolutions that are happening in their small little pockets what is shining it is the message that we carry as the nation family that is shining in the dark world so this message is the the thing that lights up the world so how do you take over the hearts of people how was your heart taken over it wasn't by by the creativity of businesses that your heart was taken over it was a message it was the message that shone into the darkness of your life and began to create lights in areas so somebody can come in depressed that's a dark right but it didn't need to be laid on of hands to to get rid of the depression the message was enough because the light shone into that dark place so what are we going to do to take this generation we're going to carry this message that's what we're going to do so if i were you i would spend more time and that's why i say that that's why i said i would spend more time not thinking about how am i going to progress in my career it's good progression is good it's good but i would forget i would think about how am i going to receive the light of this message because if i receive the light of this message i would know how to progress in my career it will enlighten me Some of us receive the light of the message and we, and we can't let that light go. That light continues to piss ways through. You know, when light, can, when light gets so intense, imagine when light gets so intense, it begins to burn down bricks. Walls begin to burn down because the light is so intense. It begins to melt things in its, in its, in its path. It begins to piss holes when you concentrate a light on my days. When you concentrate a light on a certain area for a specific amount of time, 
I hope you're listening to me. I hope you can hear and decode what I'm saying to you this afternoon. When, when you put a light on a certain area for a specific amount of time, it begins to melt what is actually in front of it. It begins to break down the things that thought it was strong. The things that served as strongholds in people's lives begin to break down because they concentrated the light on that certain area. That's why around me, I can no longer keep the certain things I used to do. I can no longer keep sin around me. I can no longer indulge in sexual activities with other people because of the light that I'm harboring. That is as simple as it goes. So it says you do well to uh, uh, to pay attention to it as a light shining in a dark place and what? Until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. I rest my case. Revelation. What is revelation? The morning star arising in your heart. You will know what to do. It arises because you paid attention to the message and you concentrated light. You concentrated light on the areas. You concentrated light on yourself and it began to pierce through certain areas. And you, you, you know, if you look at a peace psalm today, there's no way you could tell me that you look at a peace psalm and many people have said it and say, oh, this guy went to prison 10 years ago. Unless I tell you my own life. I've used light. I've, I've taken the message and I've concentrated it. And it, it burnt down the things that sent me to prison in the first place. It burnt it down. It burnt down the characteristics. It burnt it down. So even there are certain things in my past that you cannot, you cannot take and because you cannot find them anymore. You cannot find traces of the guys, guy I used to be because I've concentrated light. And, and, it, only took, and it took time. It took time because it, when you concentrate light, it doesn't begin to burn and burn down the materials or the substances um, immediately. It actually takes time. So you got to concentrate that light for a little while. Then you begin to get fire. So that's why I won't talk about God burning me because I already know that I'm the one that will concentrate that light.